Brother Ben here. Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister. All right, all right, all right, brothers and sisters. Today, we will be listening to part three of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking on how to give birth to a God. How to give birth to a God. Uh, if you know someone who is a mother, a father, a future mother or father, uh, this will be a good live for you to send them. Uh, if you would like to come on Zoom with us, you can text the word nation to the number that y'all see on the screen right here. So text the word nation to 833-276-7174 and it will respond with the actual Zoom link and the passcode. And this is how you can get a text message reminder whenever I'm doing anything nation related. So if the minister's speaking, you didn't know about it. I typically would text everybody that's on that list. If you don't want to get on a text list, you can simply go to www.thepowercall.net. If you go to that website, www.thepowercall.net, it will also send you the Zoom link or open up the Zoom link. Just use the same passcode POWER. It's going to be the same passcode, same Zoom link every Monday through Friday. If you would like to be my special guest this, uh, this upcoming Friday at your local Muhammad Mosque or study group, you can go to www.noistudygroup.com and a sister will be able to reach out to you based on what city and state you're in and help you find and locate your local Muhammad Mosque and study group and give you the instructions that you need to send back to us so that we can verify it. So with that being said, we're going to get into part three of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking on how to give birth to a God. Here we go. In your womb. Now, I'm going to bring this talk to an end. I don't... You know, I, I, look, I'm so sensitive to your pain. I, I am sensitive. The sisters, some of you are in deep pain now. That's not my purpose. You know, I hate preachers. I hate them to preach, to make people feel all guilty and sad. And that's the way he get them to join the church, you know. Come on now. The devil ungot you. I don't like that. I hate that. Because the preacher makes you think he's not guilty of what he's condemning you for. And every day you read the paper, you see the preacher guilty of worse things than you ever thought of doing. So that's not the purpose. But the purpose is to cause you to think and then to show you a way out of this thing. That's the purpose. So don't dwell on the pain of the abortion. Dwell on the hope of what tomorrow will bring when your mind and your body and your whole, your whole being gets right. 
Now just follow this, I'm coming to the end. There's so much more to this. Lying and murder went on in the island. And lying and murder is the order of the day. And it is that kind of environment that children are being birthed into. So at 12 and 13 and 9 and 11, they're killing today. And it's the youth who are the most violent today because they were birthed into a world that didn't want them from the beginning. And that's why suicide is one of the main killers of young people because young people were tried to be gotten rid of by their mothers. Nobody want them, so they say to hell with it, I'll check on out of here. But it is you, mother, that have produced this. It is your thinking. And Reverend, I don't care how much Bible you preach. If you don't know life, and don't know how to make a change in the world then all your preaching is in vain brother now look are you all alright let me could you erase this board I want you to put up there Jesus saves. Y'all all right? Yes, now, the scriptures of the Bible say there is no name under the heaven whereby man can be saved but by the name of Jesus. Is that right? Do you really believe that? All right, I do too. What? Look. The fact that the Quran talks about Mary and Jesus, the son of Mary, the Messiah. And what was the power of the Messiah? He gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, and he raised the dead to life by Allah's permission. Is that what the Quran says? The Quran says he determined the form of a bird out of clay. Then he breathed into that form and it became a bird by Allah's permission. And he taught the people what foods to eat and what they should store in their homes. The Messiah, Jesus, the son of Mary. He's not Allah. You should never call him Allah. But he's an agent of Allah through which the blind can see, the deaf can hear, the dumb can speak, the dead can be raised to life. Now what does that mean? What does it mean? We got eyes. How come you didn't see what I was talking about before you heard it tonight? You had eyes, but they just couldn't see. You had ears, but nobody told it to you. You had a tongue that was able to speak, but how could you speak what you had not known? 
you were on a dead level. Dead meaning horizontal. You live like the animals while God intends for you to live as a perfect reflection of himself. So we as human beings are spiritually, morally dead, but we can be raised to life, but we need Jesus, the son of Mary, the Messiah. The man 2,000 years ago was not the Messiah. He was a prophet. Jesus 2,000 years ago was a prophet, but he talked about one coming after him that would be of a messianic nature. Messiah was not 2,000 years ago. The Messiah comes at the end of the world of Satan. You have to bear witness, sister, that from your womb you have produced devils. I'll talk back to me. How do you produce little devils? Well, you should know. You produce finger popping, lesbians, homosexuals, dope addicts, huh? freaks, rapists, robbers, liars, cheats, gamblers. Hustlers. Oh, wait, wait. I produced a doctor. Good. A freak doctor. I produced a lawyer, but a lame, no good lawyer. You didn't produce a damn thing worthwhile because if you did, we wouldn't be in the condition that we're in. You may have one or two or three, but the majority of you have produced that are thieves and liars and murderers themselves. Lawyers and architects and politicians that are like the politicians of this world, they're not worth a damn. That is what you produce. So, Holy Mary, Mother of God, if you can produce a devil by going the way you're going, if somebody could show you who you are, turn you around, Holy Mary, will you not be able to produce a God? Let's see. Now look, one of the names of Jesus is the desire of women. When I first read that name, the desire of women, I said, uh, it couldn't mean that. <laughs> or could it? <laughs> Wait a minute. This Mary in the book now, she's something else. God tells Mary, look, I bring you good news of a, of a son, pure boy you're going to have. Mary says, how can I have a, a child when I have never been unchaste and no man has yet touched me? And Allah said, well, that's easy. All I have to say is be, and it is. This is my womb here that I work with. 
And he says, the Quran says, and we sent her our spirit. Yes, sir. Yes. And it appeared to her, Mary, in the form of a well-made man. Yes, now, the spirit of God was in the form, yes, but the form was one that you could recognize. Yes, the form was one that you could hold. Yes. The form was one that you could love. Yes. It was a man in whom God's spirit was indwelling. Yes. And he came unto Mary. <laughs> no matter how well you put the language, Mary met a man. She was a virgin before, but certainly not after. Then why do you call her the virgin Mary? Why is she a virgin? She's considered a virgin on the spiritual level. Certainly not on the physical level because she suddenly was touched. <laughs> now that scholars of Islam they join the Christians in a whole lot of spooky talk we're going to condemn all that foolishness right now no sir brother Mary had a father just like you a husband a man that came unto Mary just like your mother had you wasn't nothing spooky about that she met a man one day. That's how you got here. Is that right? Your mother met a man one day. That's how you got here. Wasn't no spirit come up on her and touched her. Nothing. She got the spirit. Maybe after he touched her. <laughs> All right. Wait now. Let's let's get this to a conclusion. Now, dear sisters and brothers, look. As the world has produced Hitler, Attila, Genghis Khan, Tamerlane, Napoleon, people that kill by the tens of thousands, the world has also produced Abraham, Moses, Jesus. It came from the womb of a woman. Now look, Mary, put her back on the board. Put Miriam back up there, brother. Mariam and 19. That's a special woman. If you look at her life, where did Mary grow up? She grew up in the temple. Under what law did Mary grow up? She grew up under the what? The law of Moses. What was Moses' law all about? It was a strict law. You don't commit adultery. You don't commit fornication. You don't steal. 
You don't bear false witness against your neighbor. You don't covet what your neighbor has. You honor your mother and father. You set up and worship no God but one God and you bow down to no image. You make no image. Is that right? This is what Moses taught. Moses taught Israel the foods to eat. Mary came up under that. Are y'all listening? Now when a woman comes up under that kind of law, how clean is her body? That's a clean body when you eat divinely given foods. And if you think on the law, which Mary was the kind of girl that she meditated on God. She glorified God in her thoughts. Mary was told from a child that she would bring forth this anointed one. So he was a desire in her. Talk to me now. You cannot have anything but what you desire and what you strive for. When you make a baby, there ain't no desire in it except the desire for fleshly sexual fulfillment you ain't thinking about I, I, I want to produce into the world someone to change this condition but when you come under that law and teaching of the Moses and the Quran tells you that Allah would give us a man like Moses you can't have a man like Moses except you have a condition like the children of Israel suffering under Pharaoh and here it is we've been in America 400 years under this white man you need somebody to bring you strong law like Moses and I'm telling you the honorable Elijah Muhammad gave us that kind of law and every woman you listen good sisters every one of you that became a part of the honorable Elijah Muhammad's reform you came up under the strict law the same kind of law that God gave to Israel through Moses the honorable Elijah Muhammad improved on it and he taught you how to eat to live so that you sisters in the MGT and GCC, he named it right. Muslim girls in training. Yes, you were not grown up in the way of God. You were girls in the way of God. And you were training under the guiding light of a man of God into a new way of civilization. And that dealt with cooking, sewing, cleaning your house, how to care for your husband, how to rear your children and how to act at home and abroad. A new knowledge, a new wisdom, a new understanding. And with it, Elijah Muhammad was actually reforming your whole mind. Who was he making? What was he making? He was making Mary. He was making, you better listen to what I'm saying. Because Mary, the woman of yesterday, is only a picture of an ideal. But Miriam, 
of the 19th surah of the Quran is the ideal woman from whose womb will come messianic saviors of the world. It's you, the nigger woman. The woman that's been spat on and cursed and abused and misused. It's you that God has chosen to bring forth saviors for the entire world. Take it or let it alone. But you got to make a change in your life. Mary, holy Mary, mother of God, not mother of Allah. Allah is neither begotten nor does he beget but you can birth a mental giant a God that has force and power you can bring into the world one that can master the forces of nature you can bring into the world sisters men that will stand on top of these men Yes. like the top of Mount Everest right. you can do that and you don't have to wait a hundred generations to do it sister if you got an egg that's alive I don't give a damn if you're 40 years old if you got an egg that's alive yes, sir. you can do it but you gotta stop where you are that's right. and damn it you gotta help her to stop yes sir, yes, sir. If you don't know what to do with a woman, leave her alone. And if you don't know what to do with yourself, stop where you are. You've been abusing yourself too long. Some of you check cigarettes in here. Yes, sir. Doctor filling you up with all kind of medicine and pills. Yes, but this, that, and the other, all these chemicals in your body just breaking you down. But these chemicals that you're eating are becoming a part of the egg that is the future of new life. You gotta clean your body up. You can't make a Jesus, a savior, a world savior with a wound that's contaminated and a brain that don't love God and is hateful of yourself and rejects responsibility. Huh? Look, man, I, I, I'm, I'm serious about what I'm saying. See, as long as you can look back and say, oh, but what Mary did. Oh, blessed Mary. Oh, blessed Mary. That's beautiful. Because that don't leave you with no what to do. Then you can be finger popping and partying and opening your legs to anybody that come along producing these evil fruit. No good. You got to do it right this time. You can change the world with your womb. You can change the world, black woman, but a new thought got to come in your mind today. Not a thought to lie down, but a thought to lie down and bring God forward out of your womb. That's why Jesus said you got to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And if you love him like that, you're going to look for a man that loves God. And you'll see him 
He'll be just like any other man. Only the Spirit of God will be all in him. You're the right one. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. Let me finish this up. Hey, man. This is... We're in deep water here. Deep water. It's you. It's really you. That can save the world. Not just you. But women all over the world. Need to know who they are. Because if they knew and took care of themselves. Even if the man were nothing. You could take his sperm. And make something out of it. If you knew what to do with yourself black woman. You got all these devils coming up all over the earth, but we don't have no righteous men, no men of giant thinking, strong character that will stand up against this wicked demon and put him down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's you. It's you. So look, sisters and brothers, this is why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad says 75% of his work is with them. You are 25% of the problem. She's almost the whole problem. Yes, sir. We get the woman right, man. You got a future. Yes, you don't know what to do with her. No, brother. I know you want a teacher. This baby don't listen to nobody but me. <laughs> Now wait a minute. Now look at what you made out of her. Maybe you better let a friend help you with her. And since God created her, he's the best knower of how to cultivate her. That's why, oh, y'all all right? Getting happy up there, huh? Throwing your fan away. <laughs> Well, it is hot, though. <laughs> I wonder, is it me? It's the, I know it's the lights, but it's this teaching. I'm just about finished, sisters. Sisters. Now, brothers, I don't want you to feel that I'm neglecting you. But if she's 75% of the problem and 75% of the work, and the earth is three quarters water and one quarter land, and it is up out of the water that all living things come. It's out of water. This woman is the source of new life, man. And that's why we don't mess over her. We don't beat her. Even if she make you angry, brothers, it's better to walk out. Don't beat your woman. Don't knock her down with your fist. This is a terrible thing. For a man to do. It's awful, awful, awful. You want to beat somebody? Go beat the white man. You hot with somebody? You angry? Go find some white man, beat him. But don't beat something. Well, some of these said that they'll whoop you. Yeah. Sister, now don't bear me too strong a witness, see? 
Cause see, I'm trying to get y'all married, see? But if, if you bear too strong a witness, these brothers get scared of you, see? And they don't, yeah, that's a terrible thing for a brother to get beat up by a woman, you know? But these sisters will whoop you today. And sisters say, yes, sir, I do's it every day. But look, you see, there's a lot of hatred between us. There's a lot of hatred between the male and the female. The black male and the black female. A lot of hatred. You can't produce a good child like that. Now look, I'm going to give you some little instructions. Look, sisters. If I don't ever see you again, I want you to think about who you are and start cleaning up your bodies. Smoking <clears throat> is not good for you. Not because I say so, but it just hurts your health. When you put all those poisons into your blood and that blood forms the brain of your new baby, you don't want to mess up that baby's chance to be a visionary. That's why you must clean up your life. You don't need to drink. You don't need to use drugs. You need to start thinking now about what you would like to produce. If Jesus was the desire of all women, I thought about that, then women would have to be made conscious of what they could produce. Yes, yes, then he would be a desire, not that Jesus the prophet of 2,000 years ago, that they would desire him, but they would desire to produce a messianic figure. Yes, sir. Because when you look at the condition of the world and the condition of our people, you must think, how is this going to be solved? I must produce something from my womb to make a change in the world. Male or female, don't make any difference. Yes, Women do this work too. Now how does this happen? How do you do it? First you prepare. Clean yourself up. Same way with the men. You must clean yourself up, brother. Because the sperm that you have, which represents the future of your life, that's a sacred thing, but you're poisoning it every time you drop alcohol, cigarette, dope into yourself. It's reflected in your sperm. You take dope, they can take a sample of your urine, they see it in the urine. Well, if it's in the urinary tract, it gets into the blood. If it gets into the blood, it's into the sperm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, so you're killing your future. You clean up. Yes. Come under the divine law yes. of God. Begin thinking on a higher level. I want to produce a child that will help turn this world around. Yes, it's the womb of the woman that's going to produce it. Now since you got the good news tonight, 
an angel of the Lord has appeared unto you. Mary. And I ain't calling myself no angel. I don't get spooked out. I'm just your brother, a real live flesh human being. But an angel is only one who bears a message. And the angel of the Lord is giving you good news that God is going to give you a pure boy. And you will say, how can I do that? <coughs> like Sarah, I'm too old. I'm barren. I ain't produced nothing too good yet. How am I going to produce a pure boy? This is good news. I'm a bearer of a message of your Lord that he desires to give you a pure boy. What does he want me to do? You got to clean yourself up. Prepare your body to receive it. Now listen. If the brothers prepared himself, the sisters prepared himself, and you all sit down together and plan a life. You all learn when your fertile days are. You can find all of that out. You find it out for evil purposes. Why not find it out for a good purpose? Take some time though. Don't get pregnant right away. Take some time and get this body cleaned up. Get the mind in better shape. And look, begin to desire that kind of child. Look at the children that are in the world. You don't want nothing like that. It's better to be barren. But you make up in your mind, I want to produce a child that will help alleviate this condition of sickness and disease and ignorance and death. Don't you want to do that? Yes, yes sir. Remember what I said Sunday? That you are a co-operator with God? You, sister. That's what makes you so important. You are a co-creator. And what you do as you act upon the child, the life that has come into you, is central to what you produce. Now listen to this. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the Bible it says, God is love. The very creative force behind all that you see is love. Yes, you are possessed with the power to love. And where there is no love in you for what you are producing within, you cannot produce one in the image and likeness of God. So it, it, it behooves a man, see, 
to work the field. Now wait, let me, let me explain myself. <laughs> it behooves a man. The field here is the woman's mind. You cultivate her ability, natural ability to love. You don't plant no seed before you do that. That's why the worst thing you can do is trying to find your way to the secret parts of the woman before you find a way to cultivate her natural love for you. That's why sex is not first, it is last. It is the culmination of a love developing and it's not a base expression it is the highest expression of two people who genuinely love one another yes now look 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 let's bear with me a couple more minutes sisters have you noticed when you quote unquote fall in love how that thing changes you up almost instantly People look in your face and say, you look different. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? You've loved like that in your life probably once. Hardly ever again. Because when you love like that once and are hurt, which all of you have been, you never come back to that point again unless God himself turn that natural love on see this is part of your innocence when you are a little girl you watch fathers this is why some fathers fall in love with their little daughters yeah and this is why fathers tamper with their daughters I didn't understand it before, but I began to study it. See, the woman who is the mother, you grow away from your husbands. Grow away from them. You don't want to do for them. But your little daughters, they love their daddies if they're there. And they end up wanting to do for daddy. You too tired. He's been working hard. Honey, I'm hungry. Well, get some yourself. <laughs> Hell you want me to do? I work too. The daughter said, Daddy, what you want? Well, that's right, you fix it for him. But the daughter now is serving your husband. And the daughter looked like you used to look. Right before you got tired of caring for yourself and got sloppy and fat and out of shape and ugly and ugly acting and he said damn <laughs> son you think we should go home <laughs> Sisters and brothers, I don't mean no harm. But 
the man, the daughter loves the father with a pure love. And he ain't seen love like that because when he got you, somebody else had probably messed over you. Ain't too many of these marry a woman that know really again how to love. See, you lost that when you lost your virtue. Long, long, long time. <laughs> Oh, Farcon, you need to stop. <laughs> so when you get it, I mean, get the sister, brother. These like warmed over goods. Trying to, you know, food when you warm it up after it's been cooked. It don't taste like it tastes when it's first cooked. And I, what I'm telling you, sisters, now don't don't be angry with me. The poor man can never get you right because what the real innocence and beauty of you you gave it a long time ago. And once you got hurt, you withdrew yourself because the pain was so great you thought you would die. And you never want that pain ever again. And this man cannot get to that. And he's been through the same thing. He loved once hard and got stomped. Because he met you after somebody stomped you. Then he come along, oh baby, I love you, baby. And you looked at him and said, oh, you do, huh? <laughs> Cold turkey. I couldn't get that other nigga because I was too much in love with him to get him. But I'm going to make you suffer, nigga. <laughs> and by the time she get finished with you, boy, if you don't turn to be a homosexual, <laughs> you... You become a cold dude, I'm going to take advantage of every woman I see. And she say, I'm going to take advantage of every nigga I see. And with that kind of take advantage mentality, you use each other. You never love each other. You use each other. So your sex is a weapon that you use after you give me a dollar. Pay my rent. Nigga, you ain't got no rent money? This is a tough Wednesday night, you know. This is a tough Wednesday night. And what I'm suggesting to you sisters is that your daughters in their precious innocent love, which is so pure, sometimes the fathers do not know how to handle it. And they find themselves actually falling in love with their daughters and they abuse them and it's all because you don't know how to protect your home how to protect yourself you know you just you just have a few babies and let yourself go you must never do that you must never do that if don't no man love you love yourself yeah.
enough to care for yourself. Put the best food in yourself because the food that you eat, eat fresh food, not canned food, not frozen food. Go where there are fresh vegetables, fresh fruit. Eat it while there's life in it. Cook it and know how to cook it that you don't cook the life out of it so that when you feed yourself, you're feeding life into yourself because you're gonna make tissues and flesh and a pump and cylinders and veins, you know? Almost six miles of veins, nerves. This is what you're gonna make from what you eat. You're gonna fashion a brain. Brother, when you can make her love again, and she can, she gonna be hard at first, you know. But you must be persistent and consistently good to her. He can't help herself. When she meets the Spirit of God in a well-made man, she can't help herself, brother. I don't care how hard she is. You can soften her up. And you ain't got to, you ain't, you ain't got to go to the Jerry Curl factory. I mean, the curls may excite them for a minute, but just a minute. Cause see them curls ain't permanent. But security for her, she wants it permanent. You come to her with the spirit of Allah, God, and you can't get it without submission to him, obedience to him. He grows in you. She recognizes you. You're full of love. I'm gonna tell you something. I see a lot of men, they love this macho thing. Let me tell you about this macho. You know, macho is all right. But I guarantee you that a muscle bound, and I wish I had muscles like that, brother. <laughs> I ain't telling no lie, man. You know, I always was the 98 pound <laughs> weakling that, that Charles Atlas said the people kicked dirt in his face, you know. So I always was trying to work on my physique, you know. <clears throat> but let me, let me say this, brothers. It is good to have a wonderful body, strong body. It is better to have strong character and a strong will to achieve and to be a loving human being. Women love men who are love and are loving. Not in a silly way, 
But you know, when you're so messed up in your head, you got something to prove. You got to show her how macho you are. Order her around like she's some animal or dog and beat her, smack her up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> See, after a while you find, you, you know, she produced children for you that'll kill you. And she's growing them in the house right now. And it ain't growing in love with you. They hate you for what they see you do to their mama. You gotta be wise, brother. If you can help turn on again her natural love, let me show you what will happen and then we go home. That love turned on in a woman lights up her being because the essence of her creation is love. That's the power of her womb. It is love. So when you can turn on that natural spark in her again, she wants a baby for you. She wants it. She ain't running from it. No, I don't want no baby. No, no, not now. We got things to do. We gotta buy a house. We gotta get a car. I gotta go to school. So they talk all that stuff to get around the real issue is you, nigga. I don't want no baby for you. But you have not awakened in me the, de the desire for that. But when you wake up the love in her for you, she wants to produce you again. Right. When she loves you, the greatest thing she can do is to have you growing on the inside of her. When she loves you. And when she loves you, she desires to do that for you. And she's doing something for you, for me, for us. And she doing it above all for God. Now look at this. She finds she's pregnant. Her attention goes a little bit away from you. And you may feel, what's wrong with her? She getting a little chilly now? But she's looking now to what's growing within sisters what you need to do from day one you find out you're pregnant all the love that you have focus it on this that's growing in your womb you begin to think about what you desire for God and as the stronger you desire something someone to come forth from you that will be a blessing to the world you will begin to write as you form the mind of this new life you begin to write its future he's already or she's already born with certain gifts and certain talents but you will actually form help to form that mind that leaning that spirit you and God and that's why you've got to pray See, a woman who prays, that's your earnest desire, you pour it out to God.
it impresses itself right here. And then brothers, when you know she's pregnant, you cut out all movies. <laughs> you don't go to nothing this white man produced where he got an MF this and an F you that and a murder here and a killing it. You keep her away from that because you making something to end that. She shouldn't go to the movie. Well, can I go? Well, you should stay with her because she'll be quick to think that you rejecting her because her shape is changing and you running out, you always with the boys. When she's pregnant, you need to be with her. As her stomach gets bigger, you oiling so that she don't get stretch marks. And as you oil her stomach and massage it gently, you talk to that new life. It's in a bag of waters Forming and the water will transmit the sound. It already has ears. So pick up your holy Quran and read to your baby. What was the first command that Allah gave to Prophet Muhammad? He said, read in the name of your Lord. Read. And what was it called? It was a chapter called the clot. While your baby is a clot, I said, read in the name of your Lord. Read to your baby while it is forming in the womb. Read in the name of your Lord who taught man by the pen what man knew not. Read. You can't read? Tell her, read. And you stay there with her and say amen. Talk to the child while it is forming in the womb. Tell him what you want him to be and what you want him to do. And then work with her every day. You work with that stomach. Work with your mind. Work with your diet. Because you're working for God. You're producing something to turn this crazy world around. Huh? Then as the baby begins to kick and move about, you be there. You be there with her to enjoy every moment as this is forming in the darkness of her womb. It is God inside with the life. You on the outside. She is on the inside because her thoughts are going in. That's why you got to keep her happy. You know when they say she got one in the oven? You don't stomp around the oven while the cake is baking. What does that tell you, man? You don't do crazy things with a woman while she's carrying your life. You give her good things to look at. Sisters, don't look at no doggone uh, soap operas. Turn the TV off. Give yourself some good news. I give you good news of a pure boy. And you begin thinking about what, don't think on the sex, just think on the purity. This is what you call immaculate conception. Thank <laughs> you.
Hmm? As the baby, as the time goes and you continue to read to the child the words of Allah, talk to the child, you constantly talking to it from within, every day, every night, you talking to it and you showering love on it, both of you, and you brother showering love on her and the new life. If there are other children in the house, you all shower love on that mother and that womb so that the other little babies want the new one to come anxious to see it and they're joining with you. It's a whole environment of love because God is what? Love. Holy Mary, mother of what? Yeah. Ah, blessed out the fruit of thy womb. Yes, Jesus. If you want to produce a savior, you can do it. If you want to produce a devil and a destroyer, you can do it. And now the rest is up to you. Thank you for listening. May Allah bless you as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. Just and that is the pair of pins the one he had and gave it to the ones who had multiplied. Privilege and pleasure for me once again. To if a nation wants advancement, you must exalt the woman. If you want to go to the heights that God intends for a nation to rise, then you must exalt the woman. Why exalt the woman? Because if the woman is exalted, and by exalted we don't mean putting her on a pedestal, or as in some primitive societies, worshiping the woman. What we are saying is, the exaltation of women actually means allowing them to be what God has created them to be. Now the Holy Quran teaches us to reverence the womb. Reverence the womb that bore you. If we reverence the womb, that means we should develop a feeling or an attitude of deep respect, love, and awe as for something sacred. The womb of a woman is sacred. The womb of a woman is something that should awe not only the woman, but it should awe us as men to think that a tiny minuscule drop of sperm can be deposited in the darkness of that which is called womb and when that uterus closes around this little tiny speck of sperm something wonderful takes place that is something that we should be in awe of because we had no hand in it. 
uh, but a mighty hand is working in the womb. So Allah says, reverence the womb that bore you. That means that every child should hold in deep respect, love, and awe his or her own mother. And every female child should hold in deep awe and respect her own person for she is blessed with this masterful, mysterious uh, source of goodness which is called the womb. So young girls and middle-aged women and old women should have such deep respect for themselves, such awe over the position that God has placed them in that the young girl knows from a young girl that she's blessed with a womb and that because of her womb she is a co-operator, a co-creator with God because she is blessed with the womb of the future. But if the woman is suppressed, if the woman is oppressed, if the woman is looked upon as an object of pleasure that you use, abuse, and throw away, then as a people we can never rise because we have no reverence for the womb. So God in his infinite mercy and power has set the earth on flame with two great powerful forces which the Quran calls Gog and Magog or Juj and Majuj. Now according to the scholars, Gog and Magog will surge against each other and then the trumpet will be blown the Quran says and we will gather them all together Gog and Magog in another part of the Quran it says are let loose and they will sally forth from every exalted place or from every point of eminence and according to the teachings of the Quran, Allah says, I have created some of my servants whom no one can destroy but myself. And Allah says to us that Gog and Magog, they are such powerful forces that when they are let loose in the earth, it will create upheaval and nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and then will the kingdom come what kingdom the kingdom of heaven that jesus spoke of the kingdom that the prophets heralded it comes on the heels of a great battle between gog and magog or jude and majude and who are they The scholars say that Juj and Majuj or Gog and Magog are the Teutonic peoples, the Slavic peoples, the Teutonic peoples 
of the earth where we have seen the European powers emerge as the great powers of the earth and they have sallied forth after a wall was built to hold the Europeans in Europe the wall tumbled down and they sallied forth going west and east north and south seeking whom they might devour I want you to listen carefully now because in the conflict of these European powers over the spoils of the world the dark people of the world have become the victims of Gog and Magog or Juge and Majuj or the Teutonic and Slavic races of the world the Europeans the Caucasians are you clear yes, sir. out of this has come democracy and capitalism which claims to exalt the right of the individual but in reality it is the exaltation of a few individuals that they might enslave the masses of individuals that they may work for little or nothing for the benefit of the few whose greed and lust for the material goods of the world has exceeded the limits but on the other hand now this this European that came westward Western Europe America they lift up God with their mouths but their hearts are far removed from the practice of godliness or righteousness I'm sure that all of you can agree with the truth of what we are saying while they promote Jesus and it is a PR thing they promote Jesus listen beloved don't get excited not that Jesus should not be promoted but to promote Jesus as a Caucasian to dark people with the mind to get blacks and brown people and yellow people to worship Caucasian image is a sin to promote his color and hide his goodness to promote his color and hide his message so that you get a watered down concoction of Europeans who mixed up truth with falsehood then hid the truth while they knew and put Jesus's name on what they concocted which Muhammad called it a dirty religion not that the name Jesus is dirty not that his teachings are dirty but the practice of so-called Christians is a dirty practice to kill off the Indians to enslave the blacks and kidnap us and rob us of the knowledge of self is a dirty practice 
to go into Mexico and Central America and give the people Jesus and take their land and leave them in poverty and want is a dirty religion. We know that Jesus was clean, but the practice of so-called Christians in his name is a dirty practice. And in this dirty practice, though they claim to exalt Mary, the mother of Jesus, a marvelous woman, while at the same time that they exalt Mary, they actually make mockery of Mary and womanhood by making the woman, whether she's white or black, hollers, cheap women, women who wear clothes that would make a dog stand up and take notice, creating dances for Christian women and girls to dance that a dog would be ashamed to dance, creating lust in the hearts of women and men that the private parts of both the women and the men are parts of the body that are absolutely worshipped so a woman is degraded used and abused in so-called Christendom while on the other side of the world you have the other part of the European Teutonic Slavic people of Gog and Magog coming up with communism which is a denial of God but yet it is a progression because the honorable Elijah Muhammad said to us that when Gog and Magog are let loose and they sally forth from every exalted place it means that worldwide communism communism would start striking from every exalted place, challenging the greed of capitalism, challenging the suppression and the oppression and the abuse of the working force, challenging the oppression of women. So everywhere in the world that I've gone, in a socialist country, I see women freer taking part in the building of a society. They don't talk so much about God. They talk about the exaltation of the man and the woman, which is a step in the right direction. Remember what I said, all things work for good for those that love the Lord. So communism has taken hold in China. In China, they allow you to practice religion, but you cannot proselytize religion. Because they say religion is the opiate of the people under Marxist-Leninist philosophy. And they are not wrong. For religion has been used to drug the people, to make conditions that are intolerable more acceptable to you. 
Religion is used, the singing of songs is used to lull you to sleep to the reality of that the fact that you're not getting true religion. But a made up concoction with the holy name of Jesus on it and it has no power whatsoever to bring you out of the condition that you're in. I want you to think now. So here's godless communism challenging godless democracy and godless hypocrisy. Here's the greed of materialism from the east challenging the greed of materialism in the west. And so it is this constant battle today between communism and capitalism that is giving rise to a third force in the world. The sleeping nation of Islam. And when I say the nation of Islam, I'm not just talking about the lost and found members of that great aboriginal nation that are found in the West. I'm talking about over one billion Muslims that are on this earth that are asleep today under the rubbish of Arab nationalism, under the rubbish of their own nationalism, under the domination of spookism and unreality. But with uh, the sallying forth of Juj and Majuj or Gog and Magog, now the third force is arising in the world. And the third force, which is Islam, the true religion of Allah, the religion of entire obedience and submission to his will. It is that great religious force today that is rising up to give balance to these two materialist forces, godless communism and godless capitalism under the hypocrisy of religion. Now Islam is coming up. But in its coming up, it has to pull the cover off of itself. It has to purify itself. It has to cleanse itself and make itself ready to bring in the kingdom of God. It has to be reformed. It must be revived. It must be made pure. And so in the Islamic world, you see clashes Muslim against Muslim because there's a desire to bring the religion back to its fundamental purity. There's a desire to cleanse it from the Marxist-Leninist doctrine that has crept into some Islamic socialist thought. There's a desire to cleanse it from the Western imperialist thought that has crept into Islam. And so Mullah is against Mullah. Shiite against Sunni, Sunni against Sunni, and Sunni against Shiite. The world of Islam is in convulsion, but all things work for good. For those that love Allah. Those pilgrims that were slaughtered in Mecca died not in vain, but their death again is a part of the revolution and the evolution toward the ultimate kingdom of God. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. On earth, not in the sky, 
is coming to the earth. And if the kingdom of God is coming to the earth, what will Reagan's place be in it? What will Moscow's place be in it? How will Thatcher fare in the kingdom of God? How will Mitterrand fare in the kingdom of God? How will coal in Germany fare in the kingdom of God? These governments are to be removed and a new kind of government set up. A government really of the people, by the people and for the people, based in the law and commandments of God. And so, beloved, as Gog and Magog are let loose, and the fighting is raging in every quarter of the globe, the oppressed that cry out for liberation are coming up. For godless communism says, let us inspire revolution from the worker and the oppressed class. And so, those who love Marxist-Leninist thought are busy in Central America, in South America, in Africa, in Asia, all over the planet, stirring up revolution, stirring up the masses to revolt against terrible conditions. But in the wake of that stirring up, women are being stirred up. Women are coming forward in socialist societies showing their power, their prowess, their intellectual capabilities. And it is challenging religious societies saying, what have you done to your woman? What have you done with your woman? They don't have beauty pageants in socialist societies parading the women half nude that men may see the, 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 uh, the measurement of your bosom against the your waistline and your hip line yes. and look at your legs we're not interested in your bosom except to do the work of a bosom <laughs> we're not interested in your hips except when they do the work that god wants them hips to do uh-huh you degrading us too shut up and listen Between those hips is carried that womb. That womb that Allah in the Quran admonishes us that we should reverence the womb. We should have a deep respect for our girl children. We should have a deep respect, love and awe as though it is something sacred. And when you have something sacred, you put it in a sacred place. There is no Jew that will leave the Torah in an unworthy place. There is no loving Christian or loving Muslim that will leave a symbol, a relic, a symbol of their religion in an unclean, unreverential place. So when Allah says the woman should be in the home, he's not saying that a woman should not move abroad. But if abroad is contaminated, yes. keep at home where you can be protected because you are sacred woman. And when you are sacred, you deserve to be in a sacred place. And men who understand God and love 
God and know the weapons of God will kill nations to protect the womb of their woman. We are so hateful and disrespectful of ourselves that we allow the womb of our women to be contaminated with the filth and debris of every nation and people. Oh, Elijah Muhammad, thank you for teaching us that where there are no decent women, there are no decent men for the woman is the mother of civilization. If you don't elevate your woman, you have no nation. I don't give two cents for your worship of Allah and then turn around and degrade your woman. If you truly love Allah, you will protect that womb. You will exalt your woman. You will put her in a place like a sacred vessel. And you will not allow anybody to defile your vessel with wine and strong drink or disease. This is your duty and mine as a man. This is the duty of the men of every nation on earth. If we're going to make a change on the earth, if the kingdom of God is going to come to the earth, it will be birthed through a woman. And this is why Mary is exalted. She's not exalted because God wants you to worship her. She's exalted because it is only when the woman is exalted that you can bring onto the earth the kingdom of God. Bear with me now. Since the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that communism will be the stepping stone to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Islam. Then if you look at communism and you look at capitalism, they are fighting against the rise of Islam. It was former President Nixon who said that the real threat to democracy is not communism. It is fundamentalist Islam. This is Nixon talking. Ali North is not more worried over communism than he's worried over the rise of Islam. Jimmy Swaggart is not more worried over communism than he is over the rise of Islam. What is Islam? It is obedience to the will of God. Why do they seek to put a cover over Farrakhan? It is because they don't want you to be attracted to the majestic power of the old time religion. The religion of Jesus, the religion of the prophets, the religion of God when he originated the heavens and the earth, it was Islam. It is not a new religion. It is as old as God himself. 
obedience to his will is the way he created the heavens and the earth. He set the sun out there and said obey. He set the moon out and said obey. He created man and said obey if it pleases you. He gave you and me the free will to reject or accept. If we reject, we reject to our own detriment. If we accept, we accept for our own betterment. We don't add to Allah, nor can we take away. He is Allah, self-glorified. He said the heavens and the earth glorify him. He don't need our praise. He's worthy of praise if we never praised him. Everything in creation bears witness. And even in our rebellion, we bear witness to his majesty. Huh? Now let's get to my subject. That was just the introduction. Wait now. I ain't gonna keep you all day. When I was in Cuba, I left Cuba and I went to a tiny island of Barbados. When I got to Barbados, they had a press conference at the airport. This was about 10 years ago, 1977. The reporter said, how could you, a religious man, have visited godless Cuba. And what is your purpose in Barbados? I said, Jesus made a parable. A parable of two sons. And one, both of them were asked to do the will of the Father. One said he would and didn't, and the other said he wouldn't, but did. Now, which one did the will of the Father? The one who said it and did it not, or the one who denied that he would, but yet did it? I said, I just came from Cuba, where when you all were in power, they were 90% illiterate. But now they have erased illiteracy. You don't have to have money to be healed if you're sick. You can go to the hospital. Huh? Education is free. Women are exalted and respected. Now you claim to love God and Jesus. But Jesus said, feed the hungry. Clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, visit the sick and the imprisoned. And if you have not done it unto the least of these, my brethren, you have not done it also unto me. Here I am in Barbados where the poor got to have money to have an operation. You got to have money to get past high school. You got to have money to get this or that. So they said they wouldn't do the will of the Father. But it seems to me the will of the Father is being done. You said you would do it. 
but you lie. You have not done it. So don't blame me for traveling and making observation. And then on the basis of observation, condemnation and guidance. And now I say to you that condemnation of capitalism and the greed of it and godless materialism and the falsity of it must give way to the proper worship of God and a change on the earth and that change cannot come except there be a change in the status of women all right family that wraps up today um if you have something that you would like to share something that stood out for you on the zoom go ahead and raise your hand at this time we got about 28 minutes of feedback 28 minutes of feedback so let's get right to it let's not waste no time what stood out to you from the honorable minister lewis farrakhan's message let's start off with brother wesley Assalamu alaikum family. Uh, what stood out for me, and I'll keep it very brief today. Uh, the main quote that I had is that if you don't know what to do with her, leave her alone. Um, that That is definitely something that I, I talk about a lot uh, with the brothers that I come in, in contact with, especially those who, um, you know, still live in the, in the streets, I would say, is that you don't be, don't look for a woman to to help you get to where you need to go. You need to have a mission and a purpose first before you're looking for a woman. And then also that that planning it. What that planning starts with you in your mind, just like you spoke on. Uh, I want to say two days ago about how our our womb is in our mind. So if we're we're not working to clean up our mind, not only you know physically and working to to get rid of the chemicals and make sure our diet is right, making sure that we're also doing that mental cleaning up as well so that we can truly give birth to that that idea that we need to produce that child that we want in the future and also readying ourselves. Um, and then lastly, making sure that we're not, um, excuse me, when you say where there is no love in you, you uh, for you would not be able to produce what God wants us to produce. So be in the likeness of God, which is love and, and God is love. So we just have to really work on our heart, really work on our mind, work on cleaning up all of these lower desires and low way of thinking that we have as well, so that we can ha approach a woman the right way and be able to not just be looking for sex. He brought up how sex is the last thing that you should be worried about. And then even when approaching a woman, are you approaching her just to get a benefit out of it? Or what are you coming, you know, we say now, you know, what are you bringing to the table? And I, anytime I come across, um, you know, sisters that talk, you know, I'm talking to them and asking them questions and just getting to understand um, and I've had like forums in the past as well, where we kind of talk about, um, you know, dating and things like that. And I, I tell every sister I come around, like I had sister Lily on here before, and I tell her, just listen to that man long enough and you'll understand what his agenda is. You'll understand that before you get to the red flag, there's yellow flags that come up first. And we got to pay attention to everything that's being said. And you can tell the travels of a man by the words that he used. And if he's not willing to talk about anything of substance, then that, that person is something that you don't have anything to worry about. So um, just keeping that in mind, especially for our brothers, that we need to always be working on our mind, always working on our speech, always working on our conduct, because all of these things are seen. Even when you think you may be saying the right words and you, you're trying to lure her in certain things, if you can't hold a conversation, then ultimately, if you're dealing with a sister, you're not going to go anywhere with that. Assalamu alaikum. Well, like salam. Praise be to Allah. I wanted to also let you guys know today will be a three minute. Uh, I don't I know some of y'all can't see the timer on y'all phone. 
uh, due to time, we want to get as many people in. Uh, I know last couple of days we've been having a cut, uh, not get to certain people because uh, we ran out of time. So today will be three minutes. Let's go to Sister Yolanda. Assalamualaikum. That's backing off of what uh, Brother Wesley just mentioned and keeping our mind, heart, and body uh, cleansing that process with that assignment he gave us for the male and the female. And then when she she meets God in a well-made man, she can't help herself. So I keep in mind, I have a desire to meet a man, but let my vision stay uncloudy. He may say all the right words or he may put the, uh, what do you call that man? The pretender up front. I know that's not the word I wanted, but put that pretender there. And then after some time later, then you begin to see the real individual in that person, the representative. Thank you so much, sir. So once you see the, begin to see that representative well, for me, that's why the courting process is so important. And I used to hear my mom and dad speak about when they would court. And I was just like, what, what is that? But coming into the nation, it comes back to my mind when I would hear my family from the South speak of courting. Another thing that stood out to me is when the minister spoke on Gog and Magog and it brought to my mind how this government is set up. And then the rules that they put into play, they come from, some of them come from the Bible context, but nevertheless, going back, and if we sit back, let that marinate, because I'm going to have to replay that part again, and see how they have given us this w democracy. And this word is uh, built on the republic, as they salute to the flag. And my last thing, because I got a clock, it's only when the woman is exalted that you can bring forth the kingdom and then protecting that woman. When we mentioned keeping the woman in the house, we look at that as, oh, no, nah, I'm liberated. I can go out there and do what the man do. Nevertheless, do, we, do I consider the death of that statement keeping me home away from these evil forces out here in this world? As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Let's go to Brother Daniel 6X. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, quite a few things stood out. Um, I was just thinking about when the minister was speaking on. I'm sorry, something popped up on my screen. Just, just looking at the overall the great value and importance of the woman and her role that she plays in bringing forth God's righteous Muslims and bettering the overall society. Period is very profound. Um, when the minister spoke about purification and that process of cleaning oneself up, man and female, where we can reflect that which will bring forth a better creation. Those things stood out to me. I also thought about when the minister talked about the Christians or anybody using Jesus' name or any righteous servant to shield a dirty religion. It immediately took my mind to. Uh, supreme wisdom number five why did we take Jerusalem from the devil 750 years ago and these are lessons that we as registered Muslims are studying 
and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us to study Israel because they're a sign of us. It just makes me think of the importance of us not taking on the deviation of previous persons who received prophets. And since we have the coming of God, it is very important that we exemplify the greatest of conduct, submission, mannerism, because we have received the divine being himself. Well, Lake Salam. Yes, sir. Let's go to Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. So, what uh, some of what stood out to me was um, when he was talking, when the minister was talking about Mary, you know, in the Holy Quran, Surah 19, Ayat 18, it says, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. She said, to, she said, I plead for refuge from you to the beneficent, even if you are one gardening is evil. So for, for us as women, because the honorable Elijah Muhammad came to clean us up and make us Marys as women. And in so doing so, he also came to make the brothers a Joseph or, an, and, but to, for the woman, whether you whether you recognize him or you don't recognize him, continue to flee to Allah. Because sometimes we can recognize him and we know who he is and we know that he's that one, but still hold chaste, hold fast and continue to focus on Allah. But to be able to be a woman and, and the way the minister put it, that he's making Mary and we're, and we have the, the ability to give birth to the desire of all women to be give birth to a Mary, to give birth to a Jesus. I mean, to for women, especially in today's time, the honorable minister was far kind of showing us how, how highly regarded by Allah we are. So if we take like 21 days and we start rethinking, reshaping our minds about who we are against what the world says we are and, and start this path. I mean, how beautiful will that be for Mary to be all over the world? And the last part I say is this, because I don't want to, I don't want to run out of time. Courting does not stop once you say I do, because we're ever evolving people. So continue for those who are married, continue to court. It makes the, the relationship so much sweeter. Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Let's go to Sister Tiana. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, I want to ask um, everybody a question. What do they teach us about red, yellow, and green? Red is stop. Green is go and yellow is to slow down. So Brother Wesley said, he said, um, before the red, before we see the red flags, that's what he said. Boom, there you go. Before he see the red, before you see the red flags, because we used to be saying all that red flags. Oh, I should have saw the red flag. It was so many red flags and blah, blah, blah. And it was so many green flags. But did you see the yellow? Did you see the yellow flags? I hope you saw the yellow flags. I saw it. <laughs> I saw them because <laughs> I needed to slow down. 
So I saw the yellow flags over and over, all kind of yellow flags, different shapes, different forms of yellow flags. So I hope that everybody on this power call is powerful enough to see the yellow flags and slow down, slow down before you stop. Then you're going to receive some more information when you actually slap, stop. But when you're slowing down, you receiving them uploads. It ain't downloads. It's uploading. You uploading. You charging. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Let's go to Sister Yolanda. And another thing I meant to mention was when the minister said once one becomes hurt, because we don't pay attention to those yellow, red flags. You withdraw yourself, male or female. Then we make new men and women pay for someone else's mess. Then usury comes into play and we use one another. Which brought to my mind when Sister Yasina said, or it's called the Oopsie Babies. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Sister. Yes, I love you. Clear I love you. I love you. Assalamu alaikum. No, no, no. My sister, my beloved sister. I love you. All right. So let's uh, let's do one at a time, please. Let's go back to Sister Yolanda. Yes, ma'am. So as I'm uh, as I see those flags, pay attention and in cleaning up myself, it will also help me to fight those Lord desires and those distractions that may cloud my vision so that I can stay in good, clean sight of what is in front of me instead of really chasing what Sister Yolanda wants or desires. And she thinks that's best for me because it's not my will be done, it's his will be done. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. Let's go to Brother... Uh... Brother William 2X. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Um, I just wanted to touch on the part where uh, the minister was talking about um, our duty as men and what we need to do uh, when our sisters um, are, are pregnant, um, such as, you know, putting oil on her stomach or... Um, reading to the to to her while she's pregnant um but to even take it a step further you know i know a lot of us brothers that that work feel like you know well we working or you know we tired when we come home from work but even putting all that to the side and coming home preparing a meal for her rubbing her feet or cleaning up the house so it gives her clarity some type of clarity um of mind to where she can be able to um, then concentrate on the life that she's producing in that womb. That's all. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Uh, I see somebody said uh, not on Facebook, not trying to be entertained with this religious BS. 
Uh, yeah, you are. That's why you're on the live still. Your fingers work. You can just hit the swipe up button. Look, this is how you do it, brother. There's a little X button up there. You reach your hand up there and hit the X button, and you go do something that's more important to your life. It's that easy, brother. So um, welcome to the class. Welcome to the room. But you ain't got to be throwing papers and, and doing spitballs in class like that. You're too old for that. Go on, you know, just hit that X button. Or this is uh, so. This is how you swipe off. You get your finger, hold it on the screen, and swipe off like that. And then you go, you go find something else to entertain yourself with. That's how you do that, brother. Let's go over to brother, uh, brother Tony, uh, brother, brother Tony. What's not making, bro? Well, I'll praise be the law. I like the way you handled it too, brother. <laughs> praise be the law. What, what it brought to my mind, brother Ben, is thought is the root cause of it all that we are talking about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Like, and it made me think about the man speaking to the baby while the baby is in the womb, how he treats the woman, rubs her stomach, and he talks to the baby, how he shares the Quran or the, the, the pure thoughts that he has within himself with the woman. So you got a clean woman, spiritually, mentally, and physically. She's eating the right foods as well as the brother. And then you got the same thing going on with both parties. And then he said, involve the children. So when we see this happening, then we see the kingdom of God coming into fruition from the root of it. And it starts with a mind, a divine mind that Almighty God Allah gave us. And we call it the Sarat al Mustaqim or the straight path. So let us straighten up our minds and line our minds up with God and do righteousness on purpose. And then all our people can come together and we'll have a new heaven and a new earth. Salam alaikum, brother. Brother, Brother Ben, when you say we need that one hour back for questions, uh, what do you mean? Um, we need that one hour back for questions. I don't know what you mean. Uh, we got a brother, Brother P. Brother P. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Uh, this is Brother Parnell. Yes, sir. Um, what I thought about um, is when the nation, when the minister mentioned about putting her in a vessel, you know, safe, safety, sanctuary, uh, love, and surrounding her with the uh, eagerness and intention of loving her, and uh, you know. And it'll bring forth a, a eager, happy child. It when when uh, you thinking about the wickedness and uh, the treatment of our women today in today's society, the uh, the the keep of uh, the man and this this tone of a baby daddy and stuff like that. You they talk about the ill treatment of the women from these men that are uh, under under the and uh spiritually you know dead and you know not in touch with themselves you know, and have no respect for their life and other life you know are able to bring ourselves back to because the minister, the minister also mentioned how it's time to make love to your wife and not in a vulgar way it was a way to make love to your wife by just speaking to her uh like the one of the, uh brother william mentioned uh he 
you know, giving her, giving each other nicknames, like loving on her, like, hey, honey, hey, you know, it's not for everybody to hear, but hey, baby, and being sweet on your woman. So, um, that's the thing that we should have to bring back. There's nothing wrong with um loving your wife and listening to her, and respecting her, and fulfilling her dreams and exalting her to what she would love to do. And um, that's what I thought about that. So I'm like. Walaikum salam. Uh, so I think I get what you're saying now. Um, so the reason we're doing 30 minutes is because uh, this is an eight. This is an eight-hour series. Um, so I want to be able to get through it. Um, so we are on hour number five right now. So between the next couple of days, we got three hours. So I, I've been trying to give us 30 minutes so that we can get on through it. So we're not having to do it on Saturday or doing it next week. So on Friday, we can go over 10 o'clock. So whatever you wasn't able to say throughout the week, take notes or whatever you want to share and give feedback on. And then on that Friday, if you're not able to come on today or tomorrow, just mention it then because this whole series is dealing with how to give birth to a guy. So that's why I've been kind of going past uh, to, to, to nine 30 to give us time to hear the minister. Let's go to Brother Dion. Okay. Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Okay, I'll be very brief. Just want to make a couple of statements. One, uh, as a side note, you know, Brother Ben, when I see you on the ADL list, like the minister said, they put you in good company, you know, as you responded to that person a few minutes ago. Uh, but of course, you know, very powerful in the minister's words, very inspiring. Uh, a lot stood out to me in particular when he spoke about uh, when he got off the plane in Barbados, I believe. And I, he, you know, spoke about who said they would do the will of the father and who did the will of the father. That was very powerful, as well as the Mary of the world. Um, I think Sister Yasina might have spoke on that. And, you know, and just uh, big up, I'll say, you know, to the sister that spoke about the red light, green light, yellow light. I like your spirit in regards to that. Uh, but a lot stood out. You know, I just get on and make statements, you know, by Allah's grace. Um, I won't take up a lot of time, but it was powerful uh, words shared by the minister. Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Next, we have Sister Tiana. Um, I want to ask the collective family a question. I want to ask what if we know that uh, the minister told us that the the speed of light. I don't know the exact measurements, but it's it's pretty fast. What is the measurement of energy? Can anybody on this call like um break those supreme mathematics down to me real quick? As fast as you can, since we got only 30 minutes, you you cropping it down so we could make it, you know, till Friday with the eight hours and everything. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. We got brother Daniel 66. Yes, sir. The speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. That's given to us in our 20 actual facts. Energy is measured by... Energy is measured by the intensity of that which is generating the power. There's no specific watches the energy because it depends on who's generating the energy. The Messiah, the Honorable Minister of Farrakhan, would demonstrate precisely more energy mm -hmm. than all of us on the planet 
because he is connected to the eternal source. So our energy generation is based on our connection to the source of energy and our capacity of creation. Yes, sir. Beautifully yes, sir. said. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All Why right. am I so, uh, becoming unmuted? I thought we. I thought I was yeah, asking so a whenever, question. And doing whenever somebody else is talking, uh, if somebody else comes off mute, they just mute everybody. So the brother was speaking. Uh, anybody else want to answer the, have an answer to the question on uh, who, who would like to touch on the speed of of energy? I don't think that's mentioned in the Supreme Wisdom, so I'm, I'm not going to, you know, guess at it because I know my answer is probably going to be wrong. I don't think that's mentioned in the Supreme Wisdom. But if anybody else maybe went to school for science, you may know those numbers uh, and, and can come up and share uh, what your thoughts is on that as well. It's not mentioned. OK, cool. Well, uh, if you are on for your first time, make sure you go to www.noistudygroup.com if you would like to be our uh, be my special guest this Friday at your local Muhammad Mosque study group. For those who are also on for your very first time, um, just in case the text messages go out, we're looking good so far. Uh, but just in case, it's always going to be the same Zoom link. It's going to always be the same passcode. So you can come on every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Time. Uh, I'm also uh, out of jail on Facebook. I'm sorry, not Facebook, YouTube. So the replays will be there. All you got to do is go to Brother Ben X YouTube, go to the live section. All of those videos will be there. Uh, last week's videos were not obviously streamed there because I was banned. So I've uploaded them. So they're going to be coming out on the video side. So I had to upload them. So if you missed any of the ones from last week, they will be starting to publish on my YouTube channel all today. I'm going to just publish them all today so you guys can go rewatch them and things of that nature. So hopefully you all who are new. Is there a mosque in Detroit? Yes. Just type in www.noistudygroup.com. We're going to reach out to you, help you find your locations and things of that nature. All right. So I thank y'all for listening. Uh, this is a long series. So if you're on for your first time, you've already missed part one and two. They are on my YouTube channel. And um, the series is called How to Give Birth to a God. So if you are a mother, if you are a father, if you are a future parent, this is all good for us all. You know, all of us, We he talking to us in some type of area, no matter how perfect we think we is, how good of a mother, woman, man, husband, father we think we are. I'm pretty sure there is something that he's saying in, in one of these messages that's saying, dang, okay, I got to do better. Okay, I got I to pick up right here. And listen, this message is not for you to look at your wife, look at your husband, and, and, and say, you, you look, look, you look. You, you, you. No, just, just hear what's for you, and you improve yourself. Don't whip on the brother. Don't whip on the sister. See, sister, you need to. I told you about watching the movie. See, brother, I told No, man, this is a message for us to just learn and grow. We wasn't taught this growing up. And just because we got it yesterday don't mean we're going to have it today. So just be, be you know, be great, gracious with each other. The same way God graces with you. Remember how you said you once he got you out of that trouble last time, you was going to start praying. And you, you know how you ain't been praying. You know how you ain't been going to church. You know how you ain't been tithing and giving in church. The same way he giving you grace. Okay, give you. Give your wife some grace. Give, you, give your husband some grace as we learn this together, okay? So, yeah, because we sure to get on a brother or a sister for what they ain't did. But you just told the God what you was going to do and you ain't did it. 
So just be patient as we learn, because he's, I mean, the minister has a well-balanced message in this. He got something for you, sisters, but he also whipping us. Hey, brother, you need to be, you need to be doing this. So we both getting it. So let's all strive for self, in, not, not, not her improvement, not, not his improvement, but self-improvement. And let's just strive to get better 1%. 1%, 1% each day. Thank you all for listening, family. Y'all have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum.